Please listen carefully. Hello, universe. Welcome to the Optimist Daily Update. I'm Ariel Tianko. And I'm Summer McKay. And we are part of the team behind the Optimist Daily, making solutions the news. We bring you reader-funded solutions news every day in order to change the tenor of news media, social media, and the direction of your day to help us all get focused on solutions. Seven days a week, we publish positive news stories written by award-winning journalists and delivered online to your inbox and through our social channels. And also, we are sharing these solutions in a commute with you, walk with you. Oh, I didn't <laughs> sleep well last night. Home office worthy, kid at home sick day worthy podcast. That was not a planned yawn. That was completely <laughs> authentic. Today is Tuesday, the 3rd of May, 2022. Hi. Hello. Are you a little sleepy today? I am. Um, yeah. Everybody in my house kind of seems a little bit under the weather. I think it might be allergies. It might be a cold. But my daughter hasn't been sleeping well. Therefore, I have not been sleeping well mm-hmm. and I needed a caffeine detox. So those things combined, I'm drinking my herbal, you know, adaptogenic mushroom tea and my kombucha. But <laughs> all I want right now is like the biggest espresso you've ever seen. (laughs) But I'm not going to do it. Stay strong. Exactly. I want to stay healthy and not get really sick because we have a travel day coming up and we're excited because we're going to California. But yes, I'm working today from the couch for the most part. My husband is in town. Mm -hmm. My husband has taken Brennan for a drive so that we could record the pod because otherwise she is going to sit on my lap for the duration of the day while I work on my laptop. So nice tag team parenting. Exactly. Team parenting here is what's happening. What's going on with you? Where in the world are you these days? You still in Canada? Yeah, I'm still here in Canada eating a lot and uh, just hanging out with the family. I mean, I will be heading back to adult life in Amsterdam May 13th. But okay. my partner's coming first to meet the fam. That'll be exciting. This is kind of exciting. <laughs> the boyfriend's meeting the fam. The partner's meeting the fam. Do we say partner now? Like boyfriend is, you're too grown up for boyfriend. I don't know. What are we supposed to say? I don't know. I don't know when I transitioned to boy or to partner because I used to say boyfriend, but maybe because I just want to feel on par. Right. I mean, maybe because I am on par. Yes. So it's more of a partnership. Partnership than boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. Well, your your partner is meeting the fam. How do you think that's going to go? Honestly, I think it's going to go well. He can definitely hold his own. My family can be very loud and overwhelming, uh, and they like to poke fun. But, you know, he can he can throw it right back. <laughs> so I'm sure it will be good. <laughs> From afar, watching it all go down, watching your romance unfold has been quite lovely. We, we have a vested interest in the, you know, romantic explorations of Ariel and, uh, and, her, and her love because <laughs> you guys are part of the Optimist Daily family. It turns out that Ariel's partner worked for the Optimist Daily before she did and introduced us to her as he was exiting. And, uh, and so love ensued. Yeah, it's an optimistic love. <laughs> exactly. Indeed. Well, let's just get to the news today because I think there's a lot of really good news. Mm-hmm. Why don't I start with my story? Okay. I am always big on policy that improves the world. Washington State passes all electric heating mandate for new buildings. Washington passed a mandate requiring all newly constructed buildings to have all electric heating, making it the first state in the United States to do so. The mandate 
restricts the use of natural gas in multifamily housing complexes and commercial buildings by requiring the installation of electric heat pumps passed 11 to 3 in a vote by the State Building Code Council. And the mandate will go into effect in July of next year. For anyone who is looking for a business opportunity, get into electric heat pump manufacturing and get primed and ready to distribute come July of next year in the Northwest of the United States. Now, for smaller residential buildings, a similar mandate will be considered in the coming months. That would be single family homes. That mandate has not been devised yet. Under the new revised energy code, buildings will be equipped with heat pumps instead of HVAC systems that are currently powered by natural gas. Electric heat pumps will also be responsible for heating at least 50% of the water. For more information on how the heat pumps work, we have a pretty good article that, that goes through the benefits of an all-electric home that you can link to in the story on OptimusDaily.com. There is an exception under Washington's mandate, which includes hospitals, research facilities, and select other buildings, such as those in the cooler part of the state where winter temperatures drop below zero degrees Fahrenheit. What I love about this policy is that it is a policy with exceptions. Mm -hmm. It is a smart policy that acknowledges the ongoing value of changing our infrastructure. It also recognizes that there is a financial sort of impediment, so it takes time. It's not immediate. And this just, to me, seems like a very, very good policy choice. It also goes for the larger entities, larger buildings, industrial construction, knowing that individual construction usually follows. So I think this is a very smart, mm. smart policy decision for Washington. That is my story today. Well, my story is also environmentally focused, and I had to pick it because it starts off with a dad joke. <laughs> Let me just read the headline first. Mm -hmm. Captain Fan Plastic teaches young pirates about plastic pollution. And the article opens with this. Why do you think pirates are called pirates? I don't know, Ariel. Why are they called pirates? Because they are. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is the joke that forms the basis of the Captain Fanplastic Initiative, a primary school program aimed at teaching young children in South Africa and the Netherlands about plastic waste and the R's that go with managing it. So I was just familiar with the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, but they added two more, refuse and repurpose. Mm -hmm. So... This program was the brainchild of a Cape Town-based behavioral design agency called Soapbox, and it was launched in 2018. And since then, it's been integrated into over 20 schools in both South Africa and the Netherlands. I really like this because, first of all, pirates are cool. I enjoy learning about pirates. Mm -hmm. And kids love learning about pirates. Kids are pirate Yeah, fans. exactly. And it also has like a varied multi-prong approach to delivering the message about plastic. So on top of in-person programs, they also have ebooks, audiobooks, and an e-learning platform mm. that's all geared towards educating children that plastic is treasure, not trash. So I also like the way that it frames the issue of plastic in a more positive light because there's so much plastic that's already in the earth. Right. So they try to teach kids that plastic, yes, it's useful, but the quantity of it in this world is just too much for the environments to handle. 
But if they frame it as treasure, then they can take the kids on a quote unquote treasure hunt. And that's when they scour the beaches for all this treasure and pick it up, collect it and see how it can be repurposed into something valuable and you know useful. I think that's a really valuable way of altering the storytelling mm-hmm. and recognizing that dichotomy of bad, 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 right? Like saying something is negative to a child doesn't make it a learning experience, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, if children are told no, 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 they're going to have a very different response than they're told yes, and, yes, and, yes, and. And so what this story mm-hmm. does is it it changes the focus on plastic from always bad to how can we make it good? Mm-hmm. How can we make it better? Right. The storytelling aspect of this program is really important. They use visuals to show how both marine and land animals suffer because of plastic waste. You know, they're not ignoring the fact that plastic can have a negative effect. That it's damaging. But then they use plastic waste to make arts and crafts. Right. And they repurpose the plastic. And then they go on their big finale treasure hunt. According to, I'm probably going to mispronounce this name, but according to... Captain Fan Plastic Facilitator, Yanga Gseya. It's G-C-E-Y-A. Gseya is my best guess. Children that have gone on their first treasure hunt cleaned up a beach within the space of 45 minutes. So that's that's really good. We need to have more kids doing this or even adults. Our beaches could be clean a lot faster if we all thought plastic was treasure and just kept picking it up. <laughs> So what's next for Captain Fan Plastic? The Innovative Foundation Nesta Challenges has set up the AFRI Plastic Challenge to help communities across sub-Saharan Africa to manage plastic waste and stop it from entering the marine environment. And this project is funded by the government of Canada. (laughs) Go Canada. And so Captain Fan Plastic has been selected as one of the 30 semifinalists in the challenge that includes VR storytelling and community education programs. So if they go on to win, then they would receive a generous amount of money to help scale their plans. It says in the article that they want to make an animation, they want to encourage more kids across more schools to learn about plastic and its, uh, and its effect on our planet. Well, my daughter adores pirates. I know it's always like the Brennan hour here on the Optimist Daily Update, but Brennan is both afraid of and inspired by pirates. She talks about how when we went to Disney World, she got scared of the pirates, but then she always wants to sing the pirate song. I'm going to see if I can get a, a copy of Captain Fan Plastic, maybe an ebook mm-hmm. or something that we can, uh, we can start using here in our home. We have some other fantastic stories on today's Optimus Daily, compartmentalized to promote a healthy work-life balance. Probably never going to happen for me. <laughs> Sharing is caring when it comes to splitting household chores. Back to partner talk today. Mm-hmm. Seven ways to boost your immune system naturally. And can't put that phone down? Try these three tips. What else do we have? Why alcohol is giving you restless nights. This group helps indigenous people protect the world's tropical forests, and living in green space could greatly help your brain health. 
Then there's a mysterious one that says 3D printing is finally dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Ooh, I like the mystery. I know. Can't wait. All right. Well, all of that and more is available on the Optimist Daily Update. Thank you for listening to us this morning or whenever you're listening. We promise to continue to share positive, solution-based stories with ideas on how you can participate in this changing world and ensure it is changed for the good. We also promise to cover the current events with accuracy, legitimate sources, and offer you the information we all need to chart new paths for all of us. If you haven't already, please consider becoming an emissary on theoptimistdaily.com. And for just $5 a month, support Reader Funded Independent Journalism. And to support us for free, share us on socials, forward a story to a friend, and make sure to leave us positive reviews for our pod on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for participating in our march toward optimism and solution-based thinking. Let's keep the Optimist Daily free to all who need it, supported by those who can. We'll be back tomorrow with more solutions.